think you're gonna have to be gentle. We're gonna have to go very slow. Get ready for an hour of comedy that hits the cheese spot. I'm single and I am railing dicks left, right, center right now. This is a safe space for anyone who's horny for comedy. I've come making out with a girl. The sun may be going down, but we are heating things up. I need jizz. I need semen. You know what's funny about sex? Okay, if a butthole and a penis were in a fire, and you could only save one of them, which are you saving? I'd probably save a penis. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But that poor butthole. Welcome to After Hours with Zach Noe Towers. Oh, that's amazing. Welcome to After. Welcome to After Hours with me, Zach Noe Towers. Holy fucking hell! I've never heard an intro like that. Did you like it? I'm soaking wet, dude. Okay, you see, and that's going in the next one probably. This is so hot like everyone in this is so hot and we're all naked you guys don't know that but we do the show naked that intro <sighs> yeah some of those moans are me i'm gonna wow. be real vulnerable and tell you that right I now i heard steph tolev yes railing dicks yeah i knew that was her and that i, I love that it ends with that poor butthole and then it's like zach noe towers <laughs> y'all my guest today Went to Tish, which I actually found that out through the show notes. Mm. Went to Tish, was a page at 30 Rock. Mm. One of the new faces at the most prestigious comedy festival in the world, Just for Laughs. And you're on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And you're one of my favorite people, Allie Colbert. Oh my God. I feel the same about you other than the things I've done that you haven't. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I could go to Tish maybe. You could if you wanted to, but it's not fun and it's a waste of money and time. It's, it would definitely be death that would follow me probably until I got my Costco coffin. Yeah, Costco coffin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of money on my coffin. I always say, if I die, throw my body on the side of the road. <laughs> I don't care. I'm dead. You don't waste truly, a dime on my coffin. Truly. I think actually gathering around a dead body is uh, not for me either. No, we don't. I don't want to do that, but it's very like, ugh, Jews don't cremate, obviously, because of what happened. But I want to cremate Wait, as like a reclaim. Is that a reason? Is that the reason? Well, we kind of don't because it's like, yikes. But I think we should do it as like a reclaiming. Yes. Like we cremate now. Like I'll make that. I'll make the oven my own now. <laughs> <laughs> Allie's Juice easy bake oven. The oven. Yeah. I know. That's okay. my joke. Where I say I would be that they would have to put me in such a, an easy bake. Easy oven. fucking love that <laughs> but I'm so excited to have you here um the first little segment we do on the show yeah is this just in and out and in again that's right we're talking sex in the news love it you ready mm-hmm. okay a spider bite that can cause permanent boners invades a store forces evacuation a supermarket in Austria was evacuated after a highly venomous spider was spotted in the store The four-inch black and red Brazilian wandering spider apparently popped up at the Penny Supermarket. The Brazilian wandering spider is featured in the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's most venomous arachnid. The bite causes hours-long erections. Researchers have even used the venom in studies to treat erectile dysfunction. Wow. This is great news, right? Isn't it? I thought it's good news, too. I'm like, is this a bad story? This sounds like a cure. I, I, you know... I also like the idea of um, putting a bunch of old white dudes in a room and unleashing spiders on them. I think that sounds fun. Yeah, right? I 
so is that what's in Viagra? Spider venom? Yeah. We can start that rumor right now. But I know that like at a certain point, you don't want to keep having the erection. No. Because I've heard stories about that. Where it just won't, you come and it just is in it for the long haul. Right. Or just uh, like my dog actually recently had an erection that like would not go down. And he was like crying. And no. I I felt so bad. I had to jerk him off. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I was like, come here. Oh, puppy. Baby. <laughs> mama, mama will get the jizz out. No, but he was like, actually like, he was like, Arr! and he was like licking his dick. And I was like, fuck, I'm so sorry, dude. And now I'm realizing there might be some of these spiders. Dude. I know. It was bad. It was so sad. It's so sad when they can't like get the, because then the, the sh- lipstick. Oh my God. It's it, like it so looks, vulgar. It looks, <laughs> it looks just so sensitive. Like so sensitive. Raw. That's an organ. It is. <laughs> it's like a raw internal organ. That's honestly like what pussy is. But popping out of that little. In like a different shape. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like that should be inside. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, I do know what you mean. And I kind of wish now that I had a furry, like, thing around my dick just to keep it, like, nice and warm and cozy. Oh, like a tube sock. Yes. Mink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this one you might... I'm interested to know if you've heard of this because I hadn't. Uh, Women swear by vabbing trend designed to attract mates. Do you have any, like, inkling of what this is? So... When I hear vabbing, yes. What does it bring to mind? What do you? What's the vabbing Rorschach? trend to attract? I, I I honestly don't know. Really, I'm I'm just thinking about dabbing yes. your vagina with something. Okay, it's dabbing something with your vagina. Dabbing the dick with your vagina. It is a TikTok trend. Okay, combining vagina and dabbing. Simply taking some of your vaginal fluids and dabbing them over yourself like perfume. Okay, no, I haven't heard of that. Okay. But do you huh. not like that? I I mean, what I okay, I actually I'm going to be vulnerable again and say I don't know what vaginal fluid smells like. Okay, go to the seafood section of the Whole Foods. <laughs> Wait, really? It smells like fresh fucking salmon and crab. It's like, no, I'm joking. When they're healthy, they don't smell like that. But sometimes you go down there and you're like, holy shit, this is expired Toro. <laughs> like it's rancid. And I'm like, you need to go get, go to a doctor. <laughs> or like a half off sushi restaurant. Yeah, I don't love that. And that, who does that, that attracts uh, yeah, it's saying it's uh, like your apparently this natural perfume in in very serious quotation marks is packed full of powerful pheromones, which can trigger a response often sexual in nature. OK, I'm going to do it after this and I'll report back. I will do it. Will I, you really? Yeah, I'll do it right now. I'm just trying to think like I feel like it's, if it works, <laughs> if it works, it's like truly not even safe. Like women are already getting like it's not hit safe. on. It. I'm just saying. No, but I would literally for me, it wouldn't be like attracting it to a, attracting a mate. I would just be like, why does Michelle smell like pussy? <laughs> <laughs> like I'd be like, Michelle's a dyke. Like I don't. I wouldn't be like, oh, that's your own pussy, and I want to eat it. I'd be like, you've been fucking chowing on clam. <laughs> Before you came to the park meetup, why do you smell like why a vagina, smell like Michelle? A sweaty vagina. I'm like, why is there vagina smell on your neck and hands? <laughs> it's glistening in just like two spots. She's like serving you at a restaurant. You're like, Michelle, you smell like pussy. <laughs> like, I don't get that. <laughs> but oh. you know what people do is they actually women take their period blood. Speaking of vabbing, and they um, like they'll soak their tampons in like water. 
and then they'll use that water to water their plants. Whoa. Because it's like some sort of like kumbaya, like let it fucking grow. Sure, like from, I'm, I'm from, from the earth. I'm yes. returning to the earth. Yes. This plant is now my actual child because it has my menstruation in yes. it. Yes. Isn't that wild? I mean, I also think it's wild that people eat the placenta. Where are you on with, with that? Are you? I don't believe people should have children. Oh my God. <laughs> You're actually speaking my language. I mean, if you want to eat your own placenta, go for it, girl. What if you want to eat someone else's placenta? If they're down, I think it, it's just, I just believe in consent. <laughs> you know? Sure. That would be kind of kinky to eat someone else's placenta. I could see that being like an army hammer esque. Oh, for thing. sure. For sure. It's all about how it's prepared, too. Like, is it sauteed? I totally agree. Butter and garlic. I might get on board. I would do like a soy ve teriyaki. <laughs> Do you know those like sweet teriyaki sauces? They sell it, sell it like I've never heard it called soy ve. Really? Is that a brand? Yeah, it's called soy ve. It's like soy sauce with like a pound of sugar. Ooh! I would that would be good on like a placenta. plank steak placenta. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would taste like a flank steak. Uh, hopefully, like chewy and like a little yeah. I can't even I can't even picture what placenta looks like. It's a sack, right? I thought I'm picturing a flank steak. Courtney okay. Kardashian. Courtney <laughs> Kardashian ate her placenta. Wow. Why do they do it again? It's For attention. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's supposed to be just like packed full of nutrients. Probably. I look at Joe. Is, Joe, have you eaten any Charlene? Any placenta eaters in the room? No, never, never tried it. Okay, close-minded. Um... <clears throat> huh. Oh, there she is. Okay. That looks like, okay, you know when they're like, if you smoked for five years, this is what your lungs look like. Yeah. It looks like that person smoked for like a year. It do, Yeah, it does. It's like baby pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? <sighs> okay. Um, Denver's Sexploratorium offers pipe making class. Fans of Oral Rejoice. The Sexploratorium wants to help you make vulva and penis pipes. Denver's sexual education and art venue at 1800 South Broadway is gearing up for a sexual ceramics class that will include a discussion of the plant's impact on sensuality and intercourse. The class, dubbed Dry Mouth, Wet Pussy, Cannabis, and Sexuality, is scheduled for August 25th and is part of the Sexploratorium's ongoing curriculum to make sex talk more approachable. What is a penis pole? Uh, did I say pole? I, I meant to say pipe. If I said What's pole. a penis pipe? I, to smoke, I would think, weed out of. Oh, this isn't for sex. I mean, it's this a, is it's a, a penis and a a penis and vulva that you put your mouth to in light and you like inhale weed. Oh, I thought it was like something to like stick up the urethra. Well, you could if you wanted to. Oh, that's cute. I love that. Okay. A penis and what's the other shape? Vulva. Of? How do you have a vulva See, shape? I don't know. Now I'm picturing just like maybe they meant like pussy lips. Like it's kind of like almost like like that. Yeah. And you're like, that's like you so light the clit. Let's get them. Okay. They make them. They're not. They're not for sale. Well, no. This is the thing that I love too. It sounds like it's a a Denver funded place because they're exploring like it's government funded. It's government funded. Dry mouth, wet pussy is your tax dollars are going Colorado's to pay for it. Wild Colorado. I mean, they owe a lot to weed. Yeah, yeah. I I I would sign up. I enjoy I enjoy the idea. Do you smoke of that. weed? You don't I smoke a lot of weed. Oh, do you really? Yeah, but you don't drink. I don't really drink. Okay. Once in a while I drink, but I'm never doing, I every time I drink, I don't do something I like, so I try not to drink. I drink like once a year. Okay. And once a year, I like destroy Christmas. a relationship. 
<laughs> you go home for Thanksgiving and like come back without a family. I just do like something awful. Like I drank like three years ago and like I tried to convince my girlfriend to like have a threesome with like her boss's work. I, like it was like, and I was just like, why am I doing that? Yeah. And like while I'm drunk, I'm like, this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you weren't as into the penis and vulva. If you had to smoke weed out of like a sexual body part, what would it be? Um, I guess I would I would smoke weed out of a nipple. Okay. Yeah. Like a titty full of weed. Yeah. Just like a boob bong. Cute. <gasps> you would actually do okay. They used to have these like so, um things where it would pull in air and then you'd suck it up. Uh-huh. But maybe you could squeeze it. I love that. And then it Pulls in all the air, and then you suck it through the nipple. I think that sounds so fun. Oh, my God. What would you do? What would you do? A big, big, veiny dick. Yeah. Right from the tip. Right from the tip, and you hold the balls gently. Yeah. And then you light. You light. It would look like pubic hair is on fire. Oh, my God. And then you suck out of the tip. And then you suck out of the tip. The tip is the more sensitive part, right? The head is. Isn't that the tip? Yeah. Yeah, I'm splitting the hairs. The tip is on I'm the splitting head. splitting pubic hairs. The tip is on the head. The tip is on the head, classically. I <laughs> I would be actually really fucking freaked out if the it's if the... weird. My tip's on the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, though, for the jizz effect, because instead of getting it all over your face, it would, like, shoot over to the side of the wall right. or something. Right, right, right. God, I haven't, I haven't been, like, in the room with, like, a... A coming penis. In a long time. We can change that any time you want. I, I I have last time I saw a penis in front of me was the pandemic. Whoa. Yeah. In what in what when we were supposed to be around the fewest amount of people possible is when I, you were in the room with I was a like, dick. I should explore my heterosexuality. <laughs> I might die. No, soon. I was like hanging out with one friend the whole time. That's how bored I was. That I was like, I guess we, sh- I should, s- I was like, can I watch you jerk off? <gasps> how was it? I think it's hot. It is hot. It's really hot. I don't know. Lesbians like, a lot of lesbians. Like gay porn. Like gay porn. <sighs> We're going to talk about that. We're going to yeah. talk about that. We're going to talk about okay, that. Okay, okay. Um, but let's do this last little, it's, this is kind of a quiz about aphrodisiacs. Okay. And I think I'm going to tell you what this thing is and you're going to tell me if you think it's an aphrodisiac or not. Mm-hmm. Watermelon. No. You're right. If at all, you'd have to eat all of it, including the rinds. Okay. And then, you... then it has like a, a Viagra-like effect. Okay. It's too much. Um, Honey. No. You're right. Other old old ladies would be fucking everyone in, in their path. I know. No, no way. Um, There is a thing called mad honey, though, in Turkey that claims to be a sexual stimulant, although um, you should not under any circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it. Um, asparagus. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> are you is this just a list of things that are not I know. I, that's what I'm realizing, too. Um, well, I think one of them was supposed to trick you, and that was chocolate. Chocolate is an aphrodisiac. But they're saying it's not. So I it officially is. do have a list dark of things that are not. Dark chocolate is an aphrodisiac. Wait, you say that, like, um, you get horny when you eat dark, dark chocolate? No, I just have... I've... I've been a part happen. of this world long enough to know that dark chocolate and oysters are what people say are aphrodisiacs. So that's a get, myth. I don't get the oyster thing. What about dark chocolate covered oysters? Oh my God. You bite foul. in and then it like juices all over your mouth. Oh, I don't like oysters. Then you dab some of it <laughs> on your neck. I put oysters on my neck. 
<laughs> Do you like oysters? No. Me neither. I don't, I don't, they're like, I don't like the briny seafood taste. And don't you swallow it whole? Yeah, I mean, what are you, you're not using a fork and a knife. Yuck. I know. And it's it's like, like a loogie. It is. It's like a fucking snotty booger that you have to like choke down. But they're like, no, there's Worcestershire sauce like, in there. That's like, $35 a shell. I'm like, it's <laughs> disgusting. You just assaulted my throat. I know. <laughs> All right. Time to talk about why you think vaginas are so amazing because we're getting juicy <sighs> with Allie Colbert. I love them. Do you? I'm obsessed with them. I was talking about this earlier today. Okay. Um, with Nicole Amy Schreiber, a very funny comedian. Very funny. And I just love a pussy. I just am so gay. Like, I don't know if you feel this as a gay man. Oh, but, but well, like penises, ev- yeah. No, but just every day, every fucking minute, I become more gay. Yes. Like, it doesn't stop. Like, I thought I was gay and I came out and I was gay and then it's just like another year goes by and I'm fucking gayer and I'm gayer <laughs> and I'm gayer and like, I don't know what this is going to look like in a year. <laughs> Like, I'm just so gay, and I like it. I like being gay. Well, I think, were you ever um, embarrassed about being gay? Yes. So we're working back from that, and every year we're like, no, fuck that. I want to be gay. I want to deep throat some dicks or lick some vaginas. Yes. I was very ashamed, and when I was younger, I told myself I could never come out. Really? Yeah, I was like, you're going to have to marry a man. You're never going to be What age are we talking this is up until I was like 18. Interesting. So was the vibe in your household anti-homosexual? No, literally like the nicest, warmest, loving liberal parents. And really? I was just like, I fucking hate gays. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Society. Society. <laughs> Not my mom and dad. They were so nice. Sorry, I'm turning this volume up. They were so nice. I don't know. Like, what? I mean, it was just. Society. Yeah, it for was sure. society. People but, said gay is an insult all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, gay. Oh, yeah. dyke. Ugh, bleh. I know. And there were, I had, it was also the representation thing, which I think is overused now. Mm-hmm. But they're really, I didn't know that, that like there could be like a cool lesbian. Like all, there was just Rosie and Ellen. Mm. And I was like, they're not, that, those were like cartoons. Totally. Rosie, I'm like, you don't have sexuality. Like, you're a clown. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's how it felt. I was like- Sure, 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 sure. I was like, what, you like- They didn't sexualize either of them. Right. So I didn't understand. I was like, also like, they're the, that, those are the only two lesbians ever. How do you mm-hmm. meet someone? Sure. There's no dating apps when we're growing up. What does this look like? Like, it was really confusing. Are you too young for MySpace? MySpace, I like caught a minute of it. Okay, and th- so Facebook was more? Facebook, we had MySpace in like eighth grade or ninth grade okay, or okay. something. Did you ever get like curious and go looking for a les? So it wasn't that I went looking for a les so much as like I, f- I would have friendships that got really intense and mm. we would like fuck around. In what way? Like kissy, kissy, cuddle? Oh, kissy, kissy, cuddle. Yeah, for sure. Like I, my best friend in high school like, we definitely had a thing for each other. I was, like, super in love with her. Uh-huh. She had a boyfriend. Of course. But she was definitely into me, and she would, like, come to my house after she saw him and be like, you know, I'm so glad I'm, like, ending my night with you. And, like, we would, like, make out and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Like, stone sober make out. No, we would get drunk. Okay. But then we would, like, we would write each other these, like, intense messages on, like, AIM chat. Oh, my God. And you'd see they're online. I know. And then she, like... She had this boyfriend and then she would like, you could see she was like filled with like shame the next day when she would like sober up. And she'd after be, making like, out with you? After making out with me and she'd be like, thank God I have a boyfriend. Otherwise people would think we're lesbians. <laughs> You're and, like, yeah, that would suck. I was like, yeah, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you love me. 
But I really, like, I always found, I always found the straight girl that would lead on a gay girl. I still, to this day, really? I'm always going after straight girls. I just, I don't, I mean, whatever, we could talk about that. But this is the, this was the formative stuff. Okay. I mean, I do want to talk about that, kind of. Okay. When, where should we start? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just, straight girls are so cute. You know, they put on, they have these outfits and they smell, <laughs> they smell good. They put their pussy on their neck and they... <laughs> And they have their makeup and they're fun. They're yeah. so fun. And it's not that gay girls aren't fun. Gay girls can be fun, but they're very, a lot of them are very concerned with like, you know, well, I identify as dun, 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 and this is my language. And I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? I want to fuck Brian's wife. Like, I just, <laughs> I just want to have fun with a wife. You know, they're tired of their husband, so me giving them a little bit of attention they love. Yeah, they think it's amazing. Of course. And then gay women, they're like, you got to watch every season of The L Word with them. It's exhausting. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. But I, I would f probably have a more fulfilling relationship if I dated someone who was um, gay. Sure. So, like, uh, the, the the audience at Taylor Swift is, like, a turn-on for you, probably. And I don't mean that in a young way. I mean that in, like, a, Straight we're way? all carefree girls. Like, fuck guys. I see that. Okay, so I've, I guess, like, I didn't realize Taylor Swift was, like, I'm. Queer-coded a little bit? Yeah, like, I'm catching on to Taylor Swift being, like, the next Michael Jackson, or I'm not sure. Wait, what do you, no. No, how Andrew Santino was posting being like, Taylor Swift is the greatest musical performer oh, oh, of all oh, time. Oh, God, I think you meant like sleeping with young children. Oh my God, that's <laughs> not what I meant by Michael Jackson, but yeah, that was also a part of the Michael Jackson story. No, in, just in the fact that she has a lot of hits. Okay, okay. But also she she does groom young children. No, so <laughs> the Swifty army is going to take down my page. I'm kidding, I love her. We're never ever getting back together. I am obsessed with her I think she's so talented I couldn't go to the show the only thing my read on that audience and I don't know if I'm right is like a little like cheesy sure but, so that's but not that what, what I think mean? about when I think about straight girls oh because cute to me like you're outfits right. and like you're right no they are I, I they are they are but it's just I, I just feel know. like you should have been in the parking lot of that concert with like a big <laughs> net and just with a softball glove <laughs> Come over here. Did your boyfriend yell at you for singing too loud? Boyfriend wouldn't take you to this concert. Follow me, my dear. <laughs> There's something terrible about being my height and wanting to top. It's just. How tall are you? Five two, five one. Five one. Yeah. But you've got so you've got such strong top energy. Thank you. Like I think in a different world we could have been uh, a couple. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, I think about it every night. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> if we had to pair up with a man. If I had to pair up with some member of the opposite sex, I would think we'd go for each other. That'd be great. And then we could be open. Yes. And then whatever. If, if there's another pandemic, I could watch you jerk off tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and we could bottle your vagina juice to sell on TikTok. Why not? Why, Why not, not indeed? Wait, okay. So then let's go back. Do you have experience with men then? Like before we're watching people jerk off? Yes. I've slept with more men than women. Whoa. Wait, are I you still sleeping with the men? The number's catching up. Um, no, I'm not still sleeping with men. I just, I did this thing. I lost my virginity to a man mm -hmm. and then I had a boyfriend and oh. I dated men and I like really tried to make it work. This is I around was like, 18. Yeah. College. And that, cause I was like, this is what everyone's saying is like the way to do it. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me at least give it a shot. I don't get when lesbians are like, I never even fucked a man. It's like, you're no. not going to try the bestseller. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, see what all the fuss is about? Yeah, like at least give it a go. 
<laughs> like I just I knew I was gay, but I wasn't gonna not like watch the film. Like I don't. It well, didn't we, make sense. The, I've never had sex with a woman. Is that does, really? was that wrong? No, you're a man. You could do whatever you want. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But you would probably like patriarchy. It's just your penis obviously is gonna feel good in a pussy. Definitely. So it's not like it. You know, here's the thing. This okay. is what I think. Lay about it down. Anal sex versus vaginal sex. Mm-hmm. It's it's a different sort of pleasure because it's definitely like a tighter like a tighter fuck when you're having anal sex. Yeah, but the pussy's so wet and hot. Totally. So it's like, do you want apple pie or like a cat's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Just dry, sandpapery. Oh my god, a cat's mouth! That is like the weirdest, perfect metaphor for a dry ass. <laughs> I was like, don't you want the ass to get wet? Like, I wish, wish. Yeah. That. Well, you have to like. But if it if it happens naturally, you got a problem. I know. All right. Exactly. Usually, when I'm mine, it's blood. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm so wet. I'm bleeding all over the floor. <laughs> Someone call nine one one. Um. Yeah. Anal sex is definitely like born out of pain for sure. But then, like, it can be a very beautiful thing. But sometimes that is the perfect metaphor for the gay experience. <laughs> Born out of pain, but it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Exactly. Baby, I was born this way. Exactly. No, but there are times when I'm having anal sex where I'm like, oh yeah, God doesn't want this to happen. Oh, 100%. I mean, gay people, we were fully put on this earth to curb overpopulation. <laughs> and good on us. Honestly, someone has to do it. Yeah, God doesn't want this to happen. He doesn't. Or she. Sorry, she. They. She. They. God's a they. They don't want this to happen. Okay, wait. So... While you were like trying to be a straight person, yeah. did you know in your head the whole time that you're like, I am gay? I was like, I was like, oh, I think I'm, I want like a, I want to be with a girl. And then I was like, all right, let me try guys. And then I tried guys and I was like, oh man, this is like not working. Like I'm really depressed about it. So yeah, I did know that. But like I said, I had to give it a go. And then I was dating this guy in college and I met this, this girl. She was in one of my film classes. Shout out to Tish. I went to Tish. And <laughs> and um, she was like so hot. And we had like an immediate connection. Like one of those, th- like we could, we didn't even have to say so much to each other. And I knew I was like, okay, this is like kind of electric feeling. Totally. And we started messaging. She had a boyfriend. And we, she came to my apartment one night and we just like went psychotic in, a, in the best way. Vaginally. We went psychotic vaginally. Wow. And then I broke up with my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, I want to be with a woman. Did she break up with her boyfriend? No. She's married to him now. And they Stop. Yeah. Does yeah. he know that you guys went vag crazy? No. Should we tell him? Uh, I don't. I mean, no. I don't think so. Okay. But I don't want to ruin a family. I'm not drunk. So. <laughs> so. But that was insane. And then I started. I And then I was like, okay. Now I can, like, I get it. Like, that was, like, I went from black and white to color. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Pleasantville. Yeah, exactly. It was like I put on glasses for the first time. I was like, whoa. That's what trees look like? Exactly. Yeah. And then I was interning at a show, and Saturday night my Live. internship coordinator and I started hooking up. <gasps> That's not okay. I know. That's why I'm not saying the name of the show. Did you like, um, did you like that dynamic, though? boss and no you want to be the boss I didn't care about the dynamic I was just happy to have like I was like oh I got to have a full like range of sexual experience it wasn't like a one and done I got to keep showing up for this pussy (laughs) clock in yeah for this pussy and like learn I got got to be with a woman like see what that felt like I got to like I mean 
was oh the age God. significant? Uh, which the, was the age difference significant? It was the, it was, you're, you're having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not significant. But that was really, and that relationship, that was like my first. That was my first lesbian relationship. I signed up for it because I was so ready to have a lesbian relationship. Mm -hmm. But looking back, I was like, oh, you weren't like I wasn't fully clear on who I was because that girl I dated, she kind of wanted to be like the boy one. Oh. And I was also kind of trying to be the boy yeah, one. Yeah, totally. And we were both like, look, looking back, it's like we were like fraternity brothers. Mm-hmm. And like that, that made wasn't. each other come. Yeah. Like I was trying to, I was like, no, I don't get the bill. And she's like, oh, I'll get the bill. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Like we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But, and I was still like dressing like a little bit more femme. And I just wasn't like fully in like alignment with who I was. Are there often boy one and boy one together? Um, and not like- in my country, Zach. No, <laughs> I don't believe in that shit. I do not believe in that shit, sir. No, I don't know. I mean, for me, I've always been attracted to really femme mm-hmm. girls, but I, I don't, I mean, I think people are pretty fucking open, you know? I love that. I don't know. Are you, would you, do you only date someone who like has like a sexual thing? Identity, no, my, as I get older, just as I get gayer, yeah. my mind opens more. Right. So it's just like, no, let's let's try a twink. I've, you know, yeah. I've been one forever. Let's see what all the fuss is about. And what happens when two twinks hang out? We figure it out. It's just a pack of Twinkies. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's cream filled by the end of the night. Oh, and and what but what is like the sex like though if it's two twinks? It just depends. I mean, twink does not imply bottom. You're right. It just often, yeah, you stereotype there for a second. But yeah. uh it it often implies that, but no, um you again, you figured out like our power, I think, as two gay dudes is like if we're horny enough and at all into each other, we will mutate into what the other one kind of needs. Yes. You know what I mean? Is that not true of is that only true of gay relationships though? I only think of it in that way because gay guy I'm men are so like inexplicably horny all the time. Right. But it's just like I ne- I couldn't see that rule applying to or that idea applying in the same way to like a straight couple where if, you know, a man and a woman and the wife turned to the husband and said, I need to I need to peg you tonight. Yeah. And he wouldn't be so horny as to say, I'm bending over for you. I'll bottom for you tonight. And it's Stick like it in my cat mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like that, there's something amazing about that, that like there's an openness and like an expansiveness to queer identity. Yeah. Because it is a pretty big conceit in the gay community of, like, if we go home and we have sex, someone's going to bottom anally. Like, straight people aren't going on dates thinking one of us is going to take it in the ass tonight. (laughs) The guy's fingers are crossed that someone's taking it in the ass. But But I like that, that you make it, you know, shapeshifters. Well, I also, I identify as more of a side. I know, honey. I remember. Okay. Well, uh, is there anything like that in the lesbian community where, like, you don't like penetration? You just kind of, like... Um, wax on, wax bitch. off. Yeah. No. Um, that is a good question. And you don't know. I don't. I don't know about that actually. How often do women penetrate each other? In your experience, is someone getting penetrated every time? Um, yes. Even the boy ones. Um. Sometimes, there's some people I know that are that identify as like tops, mm-hmm. and they don't ever want to receive. Okay. And that I doesn't feel like a totally accurate reflection of me, but I understand energetically that it feels kind of like better to like you know, give get them pleasure. Off. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, look at I'm providing for you. Yeah, I'm doing this for our family. <laughs> you know, I, that, but that's interesting. If there's like a, I don't know if there is because I think that the like invention of that idea of being a side mm-hmm. is a symptom of the penis's presence and the buttholes. That the penis is like, hey, I'm here. I'm here to be the star of the show. 
And so then it's kind of like, all the right. butt's like, but I don't want to play. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. You know, like, it is. Anal sex is a lot. It's not casual. No. It's like preparation. There's like a callback. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yes, there's a diet involved to successfully yeah, body. We're not doing ayahuasca. I'm not doing a dieta here. Like, it's, it's, it, that is so intense that I understand the necessity to kind of carve out an identity that doesn't always include include that. In fact, I've carved out lesbianism yes. because the penis is so daunting. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm actually, we're all sides. That's what lesbians are. Just, <laughs> get it out of here. Yeah, you're just, you're actually just one inch away from being a dyke. <laughs> <laughs> I would make a great lesbian. You would. I really would. Yeah, I really think you would. Um, do you have a favorite piece of genitalia between like boobs, vag? Are is are butts big to you? No, butts are not big to me. Do you even see them? Not mm, really. I see them if they're bad. Okay. Um And bad, you mean like flat extensions of the upper leg? Flat, yeah. Um, flat extension of the upper leg. Just you know XTP, yeah, flat extension <laughs> of the upper leg. Yeah. Um, I like, like, I, li- I think recently I've, I've begun to identify as a boob person. Okay. What's your, t- what's your favorite type of boob? Just nursing. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> just breast milk. I, anyone lactating who's listening? What is my, my f- lactating listeners? What is my favorite type of boob? I like, I like small ones. I like a BC cup that just sits sort of beautifully planted kind okay. of above the stomach, like about six <laughs> inches above the stomach, just right on the belly button. <laughs> I'm picturing boobs that aren't above the stomach now. Well, like- I, I'm thinking about, again, Nicole and I this morning, we were talking about boobs and she was basically saying that her boobs, <clears throat> they're like, they're high bar boobs. And I was saying that my boobs are kind of low. Like they like, <laughs> they like sink down, but they're in this bra. But I kind of like a boob on the top shelf. <laughs> you know what I mean? My boobs are kind of like mid to low shelf. Like the shelf keeps falling. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I have to get this Fuck. Yeah. I do like boobs. I like the top shelf boob idea. That's, I love it. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, I mean, I love boobs. I, I, what do you like? When it comes to boobs? Yeah. Small, hard ones, like pecs. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. But I do like, I when I see big boobs, especially fake ones, it doesn't do anything for me. No, that's I like ridiculous. a natural, a natural, and I think maybe I'm a top shelf boob guy too, because like, I think of when they're smaller that they're going to like, um the wear and tear is going to be less. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. When they're so long, it's like when they're so big, it's like, do you have insurance? Like that's <laughs> crazy. Like I am walking around, I'm like breaking candlesticks for my bre- my breasts. I do like, yeah, I like, but I feel like I, this is so male gazy of me. Like I've fully learned to appreciate the feel. I'm like, I like a tight pussy and a, and a perfect cup. I'm like, it's, the women are beautiful, but God, they're annoying. <laughs> Okay, so wait, after you were uh, liberated into the lesbian community and you were sure. like free range um, lesbian, yeah. did you have like a, a hoe phase or a fuck girl phase? Um, yeah, I did. I did. And Are it you was, still in it? I am. Okay. I, 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 had, I had a fuck girl phase. I did. That, I'm thinking of a specific phase that was just like, I just wanted to have sex addictively. With just different as, people? As much as possible. Yeah, with different women. What was like your, um, what was your schedule? Did you go out to meet people at bars? Was this apps? Was it was it just friends? anytime I feel empty, just do something about it. Fill that hole, if yeah. you know what I mean. I would, would I go out with friends? I would just, I was using Instagram. I was Hell like yeah. using Instagram. Maybe I was some doing LinkedIn. some dating apps. And then I would go out to some bars. This was New York. 
I mean, I was just trying. There was like a gay group in New York for like gay girls that like were. It was like it was like it was called Ellis. Okay. And it was like for girls interested in girls, and they would have these like exclusive like <laughs> gossip girl parties, and everyone would show up in like a tuxedo. Really? And, no, I mean okay, okay, okay. Some of them would, but it was like a sexy like a whip. sex party or no, not a sex party, but like a sexy dating pool for queer women. Oh. And I, I just remember having a minute where I just kind of went nuts. And that felt really good because yeah. it was like, oh, wow, I'm having this moment at like, I don't know how old I was, like 25. Yeah. And a lot of people have this moment when they're like in college or something like that. But it was like everything was catching up. Everything's pushback for the queer experience. Yeah. I think for the most part. Yeah. Um, what's sex like now? Like, what's your ideal sexy scenario? Do you have one? My ideal like, sexy scenario? Like, maybe, like, the hottest scenario to you. Oh, the hottest scenario? Like, like a fantasy, like, circumstance? Or yeah. Like, I mean, oh, that's a tough question. The hottest? I'm just, like, into when the person I'm with is, like, getting off so much. Oh, you, like, making, making her come a lot. Yeah, that's, like... Literally, if I don't have an orgasm, that could be as close to it for me. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't even need to. You just want to make her come a bunch. I don't. It's so rewarding for me. I I know that sound. I feel like whenever I, when I say that, though, people are like, but you don't like I'm not driven by my own orgasm. Having an orgasm is amazing. And I often come when I have sex. Yeah. But I'm like really all about fucking someone else. Nice. And them being like. Dying from pleasure. You're a pleasure giver. Yeah, I don't. I'm like gift giving's my love language. Oh my god. No, I don't think it is. But, okay. <laughs> but I, I just like that. I don't know. Well, there's this awful phenomenon of some women like not coming at all. Like there are some women I know who haven't had an orgasm or they have a, uh, a difficult time orgasming. So I wish there were a way in which I could like give them orgasms, basically. It's Not manually, but like a gift card. Yeah. <laughs> it's very common. It's really more common than we think. I've spoken to a lot of women about this. And I don't know if it's that they have difficulty achieving orgasm with their partners and they have male partners that are like less interested or curious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the whole SSRI conversation and oh people are God. on antidepressants and it kills their sex drive. But like there are so many. I mean, I think about Remy Casimir's podcast how come when she like went on this like search to find an orgasm mm -hmm. and like you don't hear obviously men have orgasms but women it's like kind of like you know a Rubik's Cube for some of them God bless them you should start a sort of like salvation army for giving orgasms I would love a to salvation army but I would get <laughs> but I would be like so frustrated if after the first few times they didn't come I would get like, angry get out of here like, I don't know it's a fucking you thing I get out of here what your boyfriend is talking about now I know I would only right I would only do it if they'd never been with a woman before that'd be really beautiful yeah I, it's kind of the opposite of conversion therapy <laughs> you come to me and I'll, I'll make, make you, you gay care. yeah Oh my God, I fucking love it. Um, okay, so this is one of my favorite segments, Thoughts and Prayers. Thoughts yeah. is spelled T-H-O-T-S. Yeah, I knew that. You you saw it coming. Yeah. Because I'm kind of a hack. Okay, um, it's time to hear from our sexy, sexy listeners. If you want to get in touch, if you have a funny story, if you have a scary story, if you have a sexy story, if you need advice, if you have a question, if you just want to say, I have a cute butt, you should email us at after hours with Zach Noe Towers at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. After hours with Zach Noe Towers at gmail.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail at 323-473-4533. That's 323-473-4533.
You ready for our first one? Yes. This one's called noise complaint. Mm. Firstly, it's not what you're thinking. I don't consider myself to be a prude, but I have been dating a guy for a year now. We're really into each other and the sex is great for me, but he's complaining that I'm too quiet in bed. He's not asking for dirty talk or anything, but doesn't think I'm enjoying myself since I'm dead silent. (laughs) I suppose we can thank my Catholic school upbringing for that, but it just feels disingenuous to make a big show out of it. He says he starts, he's starting to lose interest, and so I need some schooling stat on how to start making some noise without feeling like a total chump. What do you guys even want to hear? Oh, my. Is this a woman or a man writing? Oh, uh, this is help from Steph in, I guess, New Jersey. It's NJ. Uh, okay. <laughs> what? I just said, is it a woman or a man? And you said it's from New Jersey. Oh, Steph from New Jersey. Okay, sorry. Are we in a fight? Uh, I, I think so. I, yeah, I got I just mad got, for a I second. just, like, bit. <laughs> Okay. But S-T-E-F, that could, I guess, in the oh, world be... Okay, well, I was just... I, I, it immediately read as Catholic to me. For sure. Before they even admitted that. Quiet I was like, as, the church is involved. Quiet as a mouse. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you, what's your... Where do you go with that? Um, I get the whole... Okay, I've been so turned off in the past by people who I think are being performative with me in bed. When they're oh. like... Oh, oh, you, oh yeah, you like that, you like that. And I'm like, oh, it's fine, first of all. But like, <laughs> I like, I don't, we're not connecting. We're not on the same, Oh, okay. we're not in the same scene right now. That's so, awful when that happens. Have you been there? No. You haven't, okay, so this is the other thing about girls in porn. They do that, It's like, what is wrong? Yeah. We originated that sort of vocal point on our, on when we did our episode of your show. Oh, fuck. You see? Um, oh, Allie also has a fantastic podcast called The Allie Colbert Show. Oh, thank you. You so got to check it out. But we were saying we landed on We Believe Women, just not in porn. <laughs> <laughs> Do not believe women in porn. Yeah, but it's like, I think maybe this, let's say this is a guy and girl couple. Sure. I feel like this guy might have been trained by the porn that he watches that when girls are into it, they sound like they are a lawnmower that is having trouble starting. You know what I mean? I do. Okay. Yes. Yes. And Uh I do think when people are into it, they make noise for sure. Like I, there's nothing worse than having dead silent sex. Like I don't even like you got to speak up. Yeah. I think. And I think it can even just start with some heavy breathing. I, I, I'm a, I'm like a whimperer. Yeah, just whimper, just cry. Just, <laughs> stop crying. Your dick is so big. Yeah, just cry. It hurts my tight pussy. It's hurting my cat mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, um, but I do think, I agree. I think little whimpers are a good place to start. Don't be disingenuous. Maybe lean in. Do an inventory of what really does feel good to you. And then maybe give him a little something extra on those moments. Yeah. I would agree with that. And also, like, if you, I guess if we want to start with sounds, that makes sense. But, like, you could also just choose one word. Like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Like, there's so many different ways to play that. Also, I think giving him positive reinforcement. Like, yeah, right there. Just like that. I don't think they're ready for that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, how do I start making sounds? Actually, I say, yeah, right there. Just like that, daddy. (laughs) Like, baby steps. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Um, This is dating advice. I came out when I was 16 and I have been a whore ever since. 38 now. And I'm starting to realize that I am over that grinder life. 
I finally think I want a relationship instead of just random hookups. There's a guy that I would actually like to ask out on a proper date, but I'm really nervous. What's the best place to go for a first date? And are there any taboo conversation topics? I don't know what I'm doing and I don't want to blow it. Shane in Texas. Okay. I think first date has to be drinks. Okay. And even if you don't, it's not about the alcohol so much as it's about, I don't do a meal. Oh, God, no. God, no. There can't, you have to have an out. Like, that's way too long. Uh Uh-huh. So even if the drink is a coffee, or if it is getting a cocktail, or if you're in LA and you're getting a juice, whatever the fuck you're doing, I mean, it has to be something with that sort of, like, 45-minute to, like, 75-minute time window. Yes. And, like, have a hard out that that you can move, basically. So, so... Tell them it's a hard out, and then hard if you out. and then then can't you know what I'm hard saying? Hard on, hard in. hard out that you can move. That doesn't really make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, something that a you, drink. Let's meet up for a drink. Let's meet up for a drink, and you know you can leave by this time, but you can move it if you have to. Also, you can do. I think dates have days to have different like value to them. Yeah. So you can do a low value day mm-hmm. or like a high value, and the high value days it's easier to be like I have a dinner at nine, but I'd love to get a drink at like seven. Yes. And then it's like the dinner can be canceled while you're having the drink if it's going really well. That's exactly what I meant. Thank you for understanding. I am a big, (laughs) I as a Mm -hmm. non-drinker was really offended by your advice just now. Um, (laughs) But I. uh, (laughs) We fight the entire house. And then we make out in the green room. (laughs) Um, I love a mobile date, like a hike. A hike also has about a 45 minute time span and you're moving and you're not sitting across from each other, just like looking for something to talk about. You can pet a dog on a hike. You can, I don't know. So respectfully, (laughs) I I couldn't disagree more. (laughs) I don't like to, you shouldn't be not sweating. You shouldn't be sweating. You should have access to a bathroom. You shouldn't be losing service. (laughs) <laughs> you want to also look good and like a hike it's like exercise clothing like you need a drink of water I, I've i heard listen this is maybe an LA New York thing but like some people like that stuff for a first date I don't I want air conditioning and an emergency exit <laughs> Like, that's fair. That's I am I am being very selfish right now. I'm picturing Los Angeles, California. Runyon Canyon is eight minutes from my home. Right. It's a different thing. And it's like people are all over, so you're not in worried about getting like murdered. Yeah. But I will say to again, with so much love and respect and admiration, absolutely blow what you said out of the water. Um <laughs> two guys in workout clothes getting sweaty yeah. is like pinnacle gay, you know, aphrodisiac. You're and honestly, I couldn't love you more, and and I have endless, endless, endless affection for you in my heart. Same. I'm realizing right now that we have different experiences as a gay man and as a lesbian, and I'm dating straight women that want to leave their husbands, (laughs) and I don't have a chance if I don't take them to a dark room where I get them drunk. You need a mojito or a cosmopolitan. Like they're not hiking with me in the middle of the day, like you know. But for I'm totally understanding. Shane in Because Texas. you're expressing it so perfectly. Thank you. That like that makes sense like two hot gay guys on a hike. I yeah. love that. Dick swinging. No, it's amazing. If yeah. I were a gay guy, I would only go on hikes. <laughs> <laughs> and we historically have been known to get off in the bushes. Yeah, no, so, like, exactly. That's a whole, I mean, wow. I know. No, the opportunities there are endless. They abound. And I think that that makes sense for gay men. <laughs> and if you're a woman, do not go on a hike with a man. <laughs> They'll fucking murder you and throw you in the bushes. They really will. They'll get any any chance they can. I think we have a, a voicemail. Mm. 
Let's let's just listen to the voice. Hey, after hours. So I have a question. Do you know if you're allowed to be horny while you are grieving? Um, like when is too soon to start dating after you lost a parent? Um, yeah, like, am I allowed to date while I am mourning someone? Okay, thanks. I would, okay. Well, first of all, thank you. That is a great question. That's an amazing question. And we have to normalize a grief sex. Okay, yeah. Because right, let's do it right now. I have had a lot of my close friends have lost their parents, God rest their souls. And the second that they lose their parents, they have this like opening of sexual energy where like all they want to do is fuck. And I think a lot of people use sex as like a form of relief. Coping, yeah. And I, I don't, I mean, listen, I'm not talking about like mis abusing, right? Sure. But like, it makes sense to me to want connection. Yeah. And after, okay, it also depends on what your relationship with like, it, with your parents is like. Because maybe it's a real bitch and their dad dies and you're like, I'm free. Right. Entering hump springa, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. But it's like any tr- like any period of like transition and movement, like sex is one of the things you go to for like. Oh, a- my God. It's like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. Where like once you're like <laughs> fed and clothed and like have shelter, you seek sex. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, I think that. <laughs> It, to- it totally makes sense. It's something people reach to for consistency and, and comfort and relief. You touched on this, and I love that we're finally like, on the same page and like we're, really like, coming vibing. Back stronger than yeah, ever. it's like wow. Um, I was mourning our relationship for a second, and now we're and horny. now I'm horny. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you said, as long as you're not using it as like a substitute for like a bigger issue in your life, I think. Like, you don't want to use sex to a detrimental point where you're, like, numbing out, not knowing who you're kind of with, just, like, seeking, seeking, seeking. But, like, I say fuck as soon as you want to after yeah. you someone. Yeah, like, do your processing. Yeah. You know, can you still can you still be in that work and also have a lot of sex? Because it sounds like you're wanting to give yourself permission to, to yeah, do Yeah, in which case, we give you We full give you permission. permission. We're writing the permission slip right now. We're co-signing it. Mommy yes. and Daddy, Zach and Allie. You go do it. <laughs> you can do it. You're we allowed are to kind have of, sex. We are kind of Mommy and Daddy. That's a fun little... That's We're going to do something with that. We are. I don't know what. No one take that. Don't fucking take that. <laughs> I'm registering it with the WGA right yes. now. Yes. Oh. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, those were incredible, incredible, incredible emails. And I love that voicemail so much. If you have something can, that can rival that, please reach out to us at after hours with Zach Noe Towers at gmail.com or call and leave a voicemail at 323-473-4533. A uh, question for you. Do you listen to music when you fuck? Yeah. You do? Sometimes I do. What's the playlist like? I just type in um, like fuck on Spotify. <laughs> What do you do? Uh, I just put on Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do though? Do you really have a playlist? Um, no. Do you you don't search for how do no, you? No, I don't. Um, there was a period in time when I put on some like light um electronic music, Real- like a Purity Ring, not Purity Ring. What's the band? What? This is derailing so fast. I know, no, no. I do um a techno purity. I do Hillsong. <laughs> I do acoustic Hillsong music. We're cutting all this out. I'm trying. Oh, it's going to kill me. Anyway, there's this like pop synth band that's like very like chill music. Got it. And I do their radio and just have kind of like an ambient like. 
Oh, whoa. Wow, that's like a not this. I'm not having that kind of sex. When we have sex, you'll. I know. Hear it. I know. <laughs> I, I'm just the only. I need to come up with like a sex playlist because every time I type in fuck on Spotify or like sex playlist. Oh, you just, really do that? I literally am like sex playlist. Like, and there are some. Oh, yeah. It's like songs I want to get railed to. I listen to that playlist. And what? To, <laughs> lead us through. Do an it's acoustic like, of one of it's these. It's like all the weekend. Oh, yeah, the weekend's great. The weekend's amazing, but how many times can I eat pussy to hills of ice? Like, are you kidding? It's like, it's a Pavlovian response now. If I hear the weekend, I start my, I start salivating. <laughs> um, okay, this is probably my favorite part of the show. We are collecting a montage, and we're getting all of our guests to do sex noises to be added to it. Oh my God, I've made so many. I know, but we'd love to just hear some sure. maybe now. Okay, and who's going to finger me? <laughs> I only do it organic. What if we had someone like on hand to do that? That would be amazing. I, th- I mean, it would be. What if they were under the desk already? <laughs> <laughs> it's my dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With his fucking just, everlasting boner. So just tell me when. Go for it. Ah. Uh, uh, that was. That, you can do. How long do people go on here? Do they go for a while? Guys, no, for it's, real. it's like, honestly. Oh, 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 my God, I'm going to come. Oh, that was it. Yeah, thank that you. I've it. never um, done that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, wait, so that was inauthentic. That was inauthentic. Can you give us a taste of And now of this what is me actually might... coming. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I was there and it was genuine and you weren't performing for us. You know. I fucking love that. Allie Colbert, where can people find you? What should they what should they absorb first? The Allie Colbert show is your own podcast. It's so great. I've been a guest on and you'll it. I'll be back. I will be back. Um, I'm at Allie Colbert with a K on everything. Fuck. Follow find me everywhere. The Allie Colbert Show. Allie Colbert is one of the funniest funniest comedians I know. Period. End of story. And I feel the same about you when I see you. Mm. I love you so much. I love you. I've been Zach Nui Towers. This is After Hours. Email us. Call us. Leave a voicemail. Come see me on tour, the Indoor Cat Tour. You can find all my dates at ZachNuiTowers.com. And until next time, keep sucking and fucking. Hey.